Welcome back to the Ponty Rugby Show and a happy new year. Blwyddyn with that to all of our listeners on this, our first show of 2024. We took a short festive break last week, so there's a lot to catch up on as we bring you up to date with all things concerning your Premiership Rugby Club, Pontypridd RFC. I'm Gito Davis, your host on the show, and I'll be joined in a while by our correspondent, Yestin Thomas, whose special guest this week is Ponty Centre Garen Smith, a senior member of the squad, vastly experienced on a professional level, formerly with Cardiff Blues, then with English Championship Club Cornish Pirates. But having returned to Sardis Road this season, it should be an interesting chat between Yestin and Garen. A catch-up first on a very busy couple of weeks for the Ponty squad over Christmas, with two key games played, away to Cardiff, then home to Premiership High Flyers Ebu Vale. Unfortunately, it's two defeats that we have to report upon, but with plenty of talking points, some controversy, and very creditable performances by Ponty, although with only one losing bonus point ultimately to show for all their efforts. On Saturday the 23rd of December, Ponty travelled down to Cardiff for an evening match, screened live on S4C. There were two key refereeing decisions within the first 18 minutes of play, both involving the TMO and both resulting in red cards issued to Ponty centre Ryan Wilkins and hooker Curtis Greenslade for head contact and dangerous contact in the air, respectively. Down to 13 men for three quarters of the game, the writing was on the wall for Ponty, but the remaining players gave a very good account of themselves giving their all before finally running out of steam, conceding a couple of late tries, which gave Cardiff a bonus point win by 32 points to 13, a scoreline which really did not reflect the competitive nature of the contest. Ponty's solitary try was claimed by number eight, Joe Miles, with fullback Josh Phillips adding a conversion and two penalties. In a gallant performance, that was spurred on by a sizeable and very vocal travelling support. There was a feeling that the performance against all odds at Cardiff could be carried over to claim an important home win over Ebu Vale last Saturday, with the Steelmen on a fine run of form, lying second in the Premiership table. For a good portion of the game, it seemed that a Ponty win was indeed coming, outperforming the visitors and leading by 20 points to five at the interval. In deteriorating conditions, however, the game then slipped away from Ponty, Ebu putting their hosts in a stranglehold, with a rising penalty count against Pontypridd reflecting that. Ebu went on to claim a bonus point win, but only just by 25 points to 26. A couple of late Josh Phillips kicks into the wind and rain, crucially not hitting the target. Ponty tries were scored by winger Macaulay Rowley, and Lloyd, Liam Lloyd and centre Ryan Wilkins, with Josh Phillips kicking two conversions and two penalties. It was a game of two halves and indeed of two contrasting rugby philosophies, Ponty being by far the more creative side and running in some fine tries, whilst Ebovale relied on tight play and driving malls, the backs often joining in with the forwards to make relentless ground to the try line. There was a bumper festive crowd at Sardis Road on Saturday, with a strong travelling support from Blaine Gwent, making for a great atmosphere. 
showing that club rugby really is the heartbeat of the game in Wales. WRU, please take note. So after all of that, Pontypridd remain mid-table in the Premiership in seventh position, with six wins, a draw, and six defeats from the thirteen games played. Another big challenge looms on the horizon with a trip out west on Saturday to face current league leaders and reigning champions Llandovery. We'll preview that contest in a while, but first it's time for our guest interview. And earlier in the week, our roving reporter Yastin Thomas caught up with Ponty Centre, Kilvanith product, Garin Smith. Uh, Garin, thanks for joining me. First of all, Happy New Year. And how are you? Uh, great. Thank you for having me on you. Yeah, it's been a break over Christmas now after playing another game on the 23rd and in the New Year as well. So, yeah, looking forward to the 2024 uh, carrying on now. Yeah, and how much have you enjoyed your, your second stint back at Pontypridd? I'm really enjoying it. Uh, moving back from Cornwall and uh, again, mixing back in with the rest of the boys and knowing a few familiar faces, but there's been a lot of change since the last time I was uh, playing at Ponte. A few of the senior players with Dicko and uh, Parker and uh, Morgan Bzanko as well. It's just um, a few familiar faces, but a lot of good youngsters coming through as well and uh, just taking us a few early on in the season to gel and get to know each other and, and stuff like that. But uh, we could be coming together quite nicely at the moment, I think. Yeah, what's that like for you? Obviously, a bit more experience compared to some of the younger players, you know, giving them a bit more development and teaching them. You know, what's that like from from your point of view? Well, for me, I'm just enjoying back playing my rugby and being back home and just trying to enjoy as much as possible, really. Um, but then as well, trying to assist and help them pass on experiences that I've had and my knowledge onto some of the younger players and help them develop as well because we've got some cracking athletes and players who, um, who as individuals, you know, got, got some great ability and then just trying to fine-tune and help them with um, some of my experiences and that's helping the team as well. Yeah, and for yourself, going back to your back to the start of your career, when when you first came onto the scene at Pontypridd, you know, how was that like as a youngster, you know, coming in from from an age grade setup in a way, and coming in and playing for Pontypridd the first time out? Oh, it's massive for for me personally as coming through the age grade system into youth and obviously transitioning into regional age grade system and and then joining into Pontypridd from I think it was 17, 17 or eighteen. I made my first. In my first season, and then jumping and playing with likes of David Locker, Dicko at the time as well, Dan Godfrey, who's now team manager. So to keep are those boys still around now and and um, familiar faces, like is 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 good. Um, but that that for me, my family as well as playing, we've played with Pontypridd back in the back in the day as well. It's um, massive for for me personally to carry on doing that. Yeah, you had your your father and your grandfather both play for Pontypridd. So, how is how was that like when you first came onto the scene? Was there was there much chat from from your from your family members that obviously had played before? Um, yeah, not some bits and bobs now and again. They would uh, they always be, they'd be there every week supporting, and uh, whether I was playing or not, my grandfather would always be down here watching Pontypridd. More so later on when I started playing, my father would be down every single game and supporting us. They always try to give us a bit. Of, tips here and there but whether I took them on board is a different story <laughs> but uh, no but every 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 game at um I was down there thoroughly enjoyed and um trying to carry on the, the legacy of of them playing as well as my grandfather coaching as well so I'm just trying to keep it's the club I love 
and um, massive part of part of my family. So yeah, just enjoying my rugby at the moment. Yeah, and then you you went through the age grade system then with with Cardiff Blues as it was back then. You know what was that process like in a way? Obviously, Pontypridd and Cardiff aren't aren't the best of friends or the <coughs> best of times. But you know what was that like? You know stepping up into the regional game. Oh yeah, it's a massive jump. We going obviously progressing through the academy, always striving to be at that top level. You always want as a youngster trying to progress, and that aim is obviously trying to be international level, pro level. And thankfully, I made made it to to that pro level and stayed there for a few years and managed to play over 100 games for, for Cardiff as well. But obviously, you've got that that clash with a few with, between Pont and Cardiff, and there's always that rivalry back and forth. So, but I've always oh, there's never been an issue of coming back and playing for Pont. It's always been my club, and that that was something I always wanted to play for when I was a youngster first. So that was Pont. was always that team, and then. And then after that was great. Yeah, and one of the well, one of the big moments from your time with with the region was the Challenge Cup winning Bilbao against Gloucester. How much do you remember of that particular night? Probably not not a great deal, if I'm honest. Uh, the two days afterwards was a bit of a blur, but now nah, that 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 weekend was just unbelievable. Um, the travelling out there, all the fans uh, walking down to the stadium before pre-game. It was um, all the fans making a corridor for us to walking down and. Just the stadium was unbelievable itself and the atmosphere within that. And to come in at half time losing and then to be able to go out to second half and perform put the performance in that which we did as a as a team and eventually get that get that win right at the end with uh, Gareth Anscombe kicking the penalty. It was an unbelievable feeling and obviously it is the highlight of my career so far. Yeah, and you mentioned Gareth Anscombe there, you know, the, the quality of players that you played with. At, at the region at Cardiff, you know, someone like Gareth Anscombe, someone like Thomas Williams, you know, how good were they, especially in that final in Bilbao? Oh, unbelievable, just the, the game management and the, the abilities that, that as players are just a different level and obviously with Thomas playing with, in Pontypridd as well, is we've all come through the age grade system and the likes of Jared and Dylan Lewis as well, we've all kind of played with, with Ponty and into the age grade 16s, 18s, 20s. Um, and to be able to play, play in, in the final with them was, was something special, really. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and there's obviously the big rival between Ponty and Cardiff. That continued a couple of weeks ago, you know. How was that like going back back to the Arms Park in a way for, for yourself? Yeah, it was great. It was I really, really enjoyed it. It felt a bit strange, obviously, running out on the, on the pitches um, with Ponty. I haven't played so, been down here for so many years and being that being that being my home pitch, really. Um, but obviously, back with Ponty now. That's that is my team, and the performance. I think the performance we were hoping to put in. We thought we started pretty, pretty well, showing some attacking threat early on. But then obviously those two red cards which we had set us back a bit. Um, but I couldn't couldn't follow the boys' efforts to go seventy minutes of making it thirteen, eighteen, with ten minutes to go uh, down to thirteen men, hold them up for so long. And there's only is. Eventually, at some point, they are going to create the overlap and score tries. But for us to be down to 13 men for for, for so long and hold them out, we are proud of how the boys worked and from where we come from at the start of the season to all the hard work we put in defence and our attacking ability. We know we could attack from anywhere and score tries, but the main thing is we worked hard on our, on our defence and we've shown that the boys are working hard for each other and we've got a strong, close-knit team there at the moment. And... Uh, just hopefully we're not far off results of late, especially the Abbeville game on the weekend. I know we're disappointed that 
we didn't get over the over the score over the line in the end. Um, a few little things that let us down with discipline, but our defence really is standing strong at the moment. Yeah, and you mentioned the Ever Real game there. There wasn't much time to dwell from the Cardiff game because there's another big game coming up against against Ebbeville at, at home. So, you know, what was the you know the reaction like in a way, especially after losing the game so late? Well, it was everyone getting really disappointed of of how we just let managed to let it slip. So especially going against the the team a second in the league and obviously we got land every this week. But like first half we were so comfortable and felt that we had in every aspect of the game we were controlling. But that was an attack. Like we were scoring some really good tries from from deep and um our kicking game was pinning them back and not allowing them uh, entries into our middle third and green zone. Um, so, like, we were going comfortable half time, our messages were stick to doing the same thing. But then, second half, then we just seemed to creep a few little penalties in. And with the wind with, behind their backs, then they managed to kick the ball 60, 60 metres into the 22, and they got their driving lineup going, which was hard to stop. And we know that was part of their game plan. And we Tried our best not to give them those entries, but um, they took full advantage of, of our ill-discipline. Fair, fair play, that's why they're top of the league at the moment. Yeah, and, and it doesn't really get much easier in a way. An away trip to the defending champions on the weekend who are, who are, who are top of the league in stand-up. You know, how much are the, are the squad looking forward to that trip? Oh, massive. We know the performance that we've, put, that we've put in the last couple of weeks and the hard work that we're putting in training that... We're not far away from actually getting one of those t- um, top teams at the moment. It's just keep building as a, as a squad. And we're quite a, quite a young backline, really. But look at that team on the weekend when we played Ebervale. We got, um, I think, Harvey is 21, um, Ben Bunnell is 21, Ryan Wilkins 21, Josh Phillips is 21. So it's quite a quite a core group of decision makers who were. Uh, uh, pivotal roles in, in in our team who were really youngsters and so part of my role in, in, in trying to help them and guide them a bit and give them a bit of my experiences so hopefully we can take that into this weekend and we know it's going to be a physical battle they're a big pack and especially on the conditions the way the weather's been this last week I don't think their pitch is going to help the way we kind of want to play but I think our defence has been pretty solid as, as of late apart from um, our ill-discipline last week, but I think if we can get that sorted, it's going to be quite a close game. I hope. Yeah, and you know, what do you expect from this? You know, Sandavri side in a way because they're they're firing, you know, in, in in a very good position at the minute in the league. So, so what do you expect from that squad uh, on the weekend? Um, similar to uh, to how we when we played them at home, really, they got, got a big physical pack, and we know we need to contain them, and they like to play try and play from everywhere as well. They got, got some really good attacking backs as well, so. They're threats all over the field, so we know if the weather can maybe hold off and try and get a bit better for the weekend, might be a good game to from both teams. If both teams want to play, um, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah, and a final one. Um, you mentioned about the young young players, likes of Harvey Nash, Ben Benel, Josh Phillips. You know how important is that role as a thirteen, especially defensively, is to to help the backs in in a, in a way. You know the amount of decision makings that you probably have to get through. And with maybe not so much experience on your inside with a couple of younger players, you know how much how important is that role for you as 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 the thirteen? Yeah, so from my point of view, obviously playing in in the centre twelve thirteen for all my career, really, and and sometimes on the wing is those outside channels. You got a bit more, you can see a bit more from from outside, and 
uh, it's just trying to help and communicate with those inside you as much as possible what defensive system we we, we need to go with for for that phase and it's just as well my, from experiences when we go into training is breaking down what what type of defence we need going into each week and how can I help certain players in certain positions in making certain reads of where we're going to blitz or if we're going to push them to the touchline so it's just little things that probably not so much as a team defensive scenario it's more as helping individuals in certain certain aspects of decision making really oh brilliant thanks thanks for coming on Gary great thank you very much for that really appreciate it all roads lead west on Saturday as Ponty travel to Llandivri to face the informed drovers the match kicking off at 2.30pm. The Supporters Club are organising coach travel to the Towie Valley, departing Sardis Road at 11am, with a comfort or dinner break in Llandivri Town before arrival at the Church Bank ground. For more information or to book a seat, please contact Phil Lysett on 01443 I'll give you that number again. It's 01443 But Back in mid-September, Ponty suffered a 12 points to 24 home defeat against Landerry. But you just get the feeling that this Ponty side is always within a fingertip touch of claiming a big win against the best of opponents. Could it be Landerry on Saturday? That's it for this New Year edition of the Ponty Rugby Show. Thank you for listening in. We hope you've enjoyed. And a big thank you to Yestin Thomas and to his guest, Garin Smith. Hoping for a Ponty win against the Drovers on Saturday to get 2024 off to a good start. And hoping that you can join us again, same time, same channel, next week. In the meantime, from me, Gitto Davis. It's Hoilvau Ramatrol.